Lord God Almighty, move among us this day so that we, your people, may always feel and sense your divine power and presence. For we need to know that we are never alone. And speak to us this day in such a way that we may always hear, understand, and remember. Give us your word by which you mold and shape our living. For we need your word to live eternally. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled and neither let them be afraid. These words of Jesus come to us at times like this when we are sitting in pews wondering and thinking about the mysteries of life and death and resurrection, when we're wondering and thinking about the mysteries of life that our loved one, who's now gone on to glory, now experiences and knows beyond our own understanding, beyond our own ability to understand. Norma is now in a place, in a life, in a state that knows no pain, no anguish, no forgetfulness, no fear, no trembling, no lack of strength, no sickness, and no death. She knows the true, unrestricted peace of God. She knows the true and unrestricted peace of being in the presence of her Savior, Jesus Christ. She knows the true and unrestricted peace, peace that the world can't give, but peace that she has received and that we all have received in Jesus Christ our Lord. For her, the mysteries are revealed. For her, the, the mysteries of the equation of life has been opened. And now she knows beyond our ability to know. She knows. She experiences beyond our ability to experience. She knows and she experiences and she lives now the life, the eternal life, the unending life of love unlimited by body. It's a life that Paul, the apostle, was looking forward to when he was writing his second letter to Timothy, his last letter, a letter written from prison, a letter, letter written knowing that he was facing death, that he was going to be executed the next day. He was in the Mamertine prison in Rome. And he knew that the next day he would be taken out and being a Roman citizen, they would chop his head off. And he dictated this letter to Timothy. And in it he used a nautical term. A turn of phrase that came from the nautical maritime tradition of the ancient Greeks. As a boat or a ship would make its way through the harbor, they would start getting the tackle ready and the sails up to catch the wind. Meanwhile, they are rowing to get the boat out of the harbor. And just as they would start to pass the reefs that would indicate the end of the harbor and the beginning of the open sea, the open Mediterranean, the masked man would stand and cry aloud, the time of our departure has come. They've been cruising the bay. They've been pushing towards the open sea, but they are not quite there yet. But they've been on the water for a while, getting ready to set sail 
and to the winds of the open sea. And Paul used this phrase of his entire life, his entire ministry, his entire experience as an apostle and as a Christian, and before that, as a good Pharisee, as a student at the foot of Gamaliel. He used this term, the time of my departure has come. This entire life that we live, the entire life that Norma lived, is just a cruise across the harbor of eternity. Just a short journey across the harbor of eternity, and the time of Norma's departure has come to set up the sails and travel out into the open sea of God's eternity. And we know that we will join her on this journey. We know that this life for us, too, will soon come to an end. This time in the harbor of eternity will come to a close, and we, too, will set out into the open seas of God's love, where the peace of Christ passes all understanding and where joy eternal is present. When our family goes ahead of us, we know that we will not be alone when we get there. And just as Norma took care of all of you in your lives as a family, so now she prepares the way yet again to care for you in the eternal voyage with Jesus. Let not your hearts be troubled, and neither let them be afraid. For in the love of God which we have in Jesus, we know we need not fear death, just as she did not fear death, but faced it with hope and with joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to take your hymnals and to remain seated following the prayer as we sing on Eagle's Wings, number 143, and we'll sing it through twice. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, we thank you for the joy of the presence of your spirit and for the joy of having known and celebrated this life with our sister and your daughter, Norma. Receive her into the glorious presence of your love. Hold her safe. And as you open to her the mysteries of eternal life, prepare us also for the true joy of knowing your peace. In the glorious name of our Savior Jesus, we pray. Amen. In your
listening to a sermon by Dr. Gregory Neal, Senior Pastor of the First United Methodist Church in Commerce, Texas, and Rector of Grace Incarnate Ministries. Copyright 2015 by Dr. Gregory S. Neal. All rights reserved. For more information and for other sermons by Dr. Neal, visit us on the web at www.revneal.org. That's www.revneal.org. You are also invited to visit us in person at First United Methodist Church, 1709 Highway 24, Commerce, Texas, 75428. This program was produced by Dr. Greg Neal.